Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, where it's all about helping you navigate to a better financial future. Your hosts, Jeff Green and Lauren Smith, explore topics that cover your finances, retirement, legacy, and how to live your life to the fullest. Whether you are an oil and gas professional or someone who has built an executive career in another industry, come join Jeff and Lauren in the Green Zone. This show is part of a special series that Jeff Green and Lauren Smith have created to raise awareness of several groups that support special populations and their families. They hope that once you've heard these stories, you will choose to recognize the work being done with your time and your dollars. In this episode, they focus on the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation and Gigi's Playhouse. The Cystic Fibrosis Foundation is the leader in the search for a cure for CF, but its local chapters also offer support for families and individuals facing the genetic disorder. In this conversation, Jeff and Lauren speak with Courtney Egan, whose daughter has CF. So, Lauren, we have someone very special here today. I know. You've talked about this person for a while. <laughs> well, I've known about this person for a while. Uh, her name is Courtney Egan, and she is the granddaughter of one of my very long time, one of my, uh, I'm going to say my, my longest, I would never say oldest, by the way, uh, <laughs> but one of my longest standing clients. I mean, what, I mean, from way, way back in the day. And so I'm so happy to have you here, Courtney. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are y'all? Outstanding. So Courtney's here to talk to us about the Cystic, Fibro uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Yeah, Courtney. Yeah. So can you tell our little listeners just, you know, a little bit about the foundation and their mission and, you know, how it got started? Yeah. So the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, Cystic Fibrosis is a rare genetic disease that affects about 40,000 people in the U.S. and about 70 to 80,000 people worldwide. So it's pretty small number of people. Yeah. Uh, but the foundation was started by some parents a few decades ago <laughs> who wanted to have funding for research to find a cure for this disease. And so they started the foundation to raise money because it's such a rare disease that there's not funding coming from other places. Leave it to the moms. Yeah, that's you know. great. So, I mean, they took, they took it into their own hands to really pull something together to get some funding out there. So yeah. tell us a little bit about cystic fibrosis, because since it's so small, I don't feel like an, enough of us really know enough about it. I think that people know it from some movies, like there's a couple of movies out there about it, but those movies are typ typically very dramatized. I've seen one of them. Aren't I remember they, that aren't one. they all? Yeah. They just Is make it, you cry. Yeah, they do. <laughs> There's like tear jerkers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I made the mistake of watching one of those movies either shortly before or shortly after my daughter with cystic fibrosis was born. Bad idea, but oh, oh no. yeah. <laughs> So CF is a genetic disease. So that means you're born with it and you have it your entire life. And there are actually almost 2000 mutations in the genes that can cause CF, which is crazy. And so what happens is people who have CF, the chloride in their cells doesn't move right. So chloride is part of salt. And when the salt in your body doesn't move right, the water in your body doesn't move right. So because the water in these, these people's bodies don't move, right. They get this really thick and sticky mucus buildup in different organs, like their lungs and in their pancreas, and it affects their reproductive system. And so they get damage from that mucus and it's a great place for bacteria to hide and grow and just get them really sick. And it also affects the enzymes in their pancreas. So most people with CF have to take enzymes in order to digest the nutrients in their food and the right serious in, disease. Yeah. 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 
So it affects basically like every part of your body, <laughs> maybe not your brain other than like the mental health aspect that comes with yeah, it, which is a huge, I mean, huge component. Yeah. And so people with CF typically do breathing treatments. A lot of them do like sinus rinses. A lot of them have gastrointestinal problems. And so they're spending hours a day doing treatments just to try to keep themselves quote unquote healthy in terms of CF. But we did just get news that the life expectancy for CF just moved to 50 years old, which is really exciting right. because people born with CF in the eighties and nineties, their life expectancy was 18 years old. I mean, they've made great strides. It sounds like at least. Yeah. I mean, you still don't want to hear that your kid is expected to only live to be 50, but of course. <laughs> so how, how has this foundation affected you and your family? So the CF foundation is the first place that I went after I found out that my daughter was going to have CF because they have tons and tons of information on their website. They also have conferences that they hold. And a lot of them are digital because people with CF are not supposed to get together in person. So like the six feet rule was a normal thing for people with CF before the pandemic. And so they do a lot of them virtually and they have peer support for people who have CF so they can they can partner up with another person their age or even an adult with CF to get mentorship from them which I think is a really awesome resource and then of course they fund research for treatments and eventually a cure Um, old is your daughter she's two and a half she's two and a half so she's really little (laughs) yeah okay and so wow so you're having to take her to treatments Yeah. So she does an hour worth of breathing treatments every day, which includes like nebulizers. So like the mask with the mist that comes out of it, you know? Yes. And then she also does what we call her shaky vest, which is this vest she puts on. And there's this machine that's about the size of an old computer CPU when they were like towers, you know? Yes. (laughs) I remember those. (laughs) Yeah. And it has two hoses that come out and it forces air into this vest in like pulsating motions to break up the mucus in her lungs. So that's got to be a process, you know, for everybody involved. Yeah. Two-year-old. Yeah. What, what, is there, is there something you feel that, you know, people don't know about cyst- the cystic fibrosis foundation maybe, or its mission or its population, you know, or, of services, you know, uh, anything out, anything that you wanted to get out there about that foundation in particular? Yeah. So one thing they have, it's called compass and it's an arm of the foundation where you can call in and get support on so many different things. You can get support on picking the right insurance plan because that's huge for people with CF. You can call and they can help connect you with legal services for social security disability. They can help you with disaster stuff. They can help you find grants. They can help you manage finances. They can help you with insurance claims, which are Really Which is yeah, big. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, it, 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 navigating the insurance world is a nightmare. Right. And you don't realize how crazy it is until you're a parent of a child with chronic illness and you're on the phone for like three hours for three days in a row trying to figure out why insurance doesn't bill you correctly. So, yeah. So frustrating. Oh my God. Well, that's a great resource to have. Definitely. Yeah. It's insane. And then they also do a lot for research, like I said, because the government doesn't fund any research for CF because it is a rare disease. So basically the CF community is on its own. So no government funding. So it's only private funding. So only 
people out here like listening yeah, and you know needing what people want a charity to go and help this is a this, this is, is a great great, great cause uh so what so when when we donate to the cf foundation where does that money go what does it do so it goes to all those things so in 2020 which if you think about it was probably a terrible year for donations they raised 248 million dollars just for research that's um, a lot yeah and so part of it, a lot of it goes to research. Some of it goes to Compass, like I was talking about it. And then some of it goes to help fund those conferences and resources that they have for families and parents. Uh, and then each, there are different chapters of the CF Foundation across the United States. And so in Texas, in the Houston area, it's the Texas Gulf Coast chapter. And so they do some things to support families. Like we just had to get together with all of the moms of people with CF just to have that community support because CF is such an isolating disease because our kids can't get together. Right. But so can they not get together with other people with CF or with other people in general? What's, how does that work? So they aren't supposed to get together with other people with CF, but they have to be really careful around people in general. So cold and flu season is really anxiety producing for CF. Um, That has to be isolating to not be able to really connect one-on-one with someone that's going through a similar experience as you, because you can't be with them. Right. Yeah. I know so many CF parents who reach out and they're like, is there any way that like one of your kids can get on a zoom with my kid while they're doing treatments? Cause my kid feels like they're the only person in the world. Yeah. Who does this. That's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, that zoom has yeah. you know, <laughs> made things that, different, but know, I mean, that is a great thing to is. come out of it that that's more common these days. Yeah. And that is a great way. For, I mean, especially when you're young and you do feel like you're the only one that's going through something. I'm sure it was sure. very empowering to know that others are doing it as well. Courtney, is there anything going on in the Houston area this year with um, the CF Foundation? Yeah, so this is the first time since the pandemic that we've been able to have great strides in person, and it's a walk that benefits the CF Foundation, and it will be on November 15th at the Houston Zoo during Zoo Lights, and so they close down the whole zoo, and we have the whole zoo to ourselves, and it's a really neat event where You can go and meet people from the community and donate and learn more about the foundation and about CF. It's awesome. So November 15th at Zoo Lights and it's great. Yeah, I love Zoo Lights. So I'll definitely go that night. So it's great great strides and it'll benefit the CF foundation. What's that date again? November 15th. So it's a Tuesday. It's kind of a weird date, but if you donate and you aren't able to go to Great Strides, so if you donate to Great Strides, um, they'll give you a ticket to zoo lights that you can use on your own time as well. So we'll put that, you know, everyone mark your, calendar. mark your calendars <laughs> for sure. So Courtney, how can our listeners donate to the cystic fibrosis foundation? The easiest way to do it is just to go to their website. It's cff.org and just click on the donate button. It's just right in the top of the page. Cff.org. That's easy enough. Yeah, that yeah. is easy right. enough. So this is a great organization. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll be making a donation here myself, probably in your name, Courtney, but uh, I'll be certainly making a donation here. And what's your daughter's name? Um, her name's Matilda. Matilda, I love Matilda. that. Courtney, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I know it's very personal and you're very brave to do that. And we really, really appreciate it. Well, we love it. In the CF community, we are the biggest advocate because there are so few of us. We just feel like we have to shout it really loud. I want to shout it from right here. I promise you that. <laughs> thank you, Courtney. Yeah, thank you both. Thank you again, Courtney. 
There is information on how to support the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation in our show notes. Next, Jeff and Lauren bring us into Gigi's Playhouse, a national organization that offers resources for individuals and families living with Down syndrome. So, Lauren, guess who who we have on now? Tell me. We have Amy Blahuta with Gigi's Playhouse. And Amy is, I guess I can say this, she's the daughter of one of our, our clients. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've, we've supported this organization a bit in the past ourselves. And uh, your dad has a big um, role in this organization, my understanding. So, Amy, tell us a little bit about Gigi's Playhouse. How did you get started? What's it all about? What's its mission? All that kind of good stuff. Gigi's Playhouse was started um, 19 years ago in a suburb of Chicago um, by a family whose daughter was born with Down syndrome. Um, And so in those 19 years, they have now grown to be 56 different locations across the United States and two in Mexico. And specifically with Gigi's Playhouse of Sugarland, it started in 2015. The reasoning behind um, our daughter, Sadie, was born August 7th of 2013. And we did not know she had Down syndrome um, before she was born um, and actually didn't really find out till a couple of days after she was born. And we did not know a whole lot about Down syndrome. Um, we didn't know really what that entailed for us or for her, um, what any, you know, anything that we would need to do differently from our son. Um, and so we just started getting online and trying to research. And unfortunately, as a lot of things are when you when you Google, um, there wasn't a whole lot at the time that was real favorable um, about individuals with Down syndrome. Um, and it took us a little while to wrap our heads around what that was going to look like for us. So a friend of ours um, who actually worked with my mom, who was in special education, also started doing some research and came across this organization called Gigi's Playhouse and sent it to us and said, this is this is what Sadie needs and this is what Amy needs. And so we got on board and reached out to them and told them we wanted to open a location um, out here in kind of the Fort Bend County area, um, but to serve greater Houston. And in December of 2015, we opened our doors. So that's kind of sort of how we got started um, here. And I don't know if anybody has not heard of Gigi's Playhouse. I mean, go Google it. I mean, this is quite an operation out there. It is quite the deal. And so you have got this whole thing going. And I guess in recognition of your daughter to help your daughter and not only just your daughter, but so many others. It's an, I mean, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. Um, I would say like one of the main things that we found really intriguing about GG's was that it was an organization that supported all ages of individuals who have Down syndrome. Um, a lot of what we found were, you know, special preschools or therapies that really geared towards um, infants and school age children. But once they graduate from high school or um, whatever it might be, there wasn't a whole lot of opportunities and or just people supporting those adults. And, you know, when you have a child, an infant born, you know, you have all these things going through your mind of what you hope their life is going to be like. And to see that people are discounting them right from the get go was really hard to see. And so to see people around the country um, at these Gigi's Playhouses believing in adults was really inspiring for us because certainly we had, you know, plans of our daughter being 
something amazing um, and not just this cute little infant. Um, and so that was really. She is, by the way. Um, <laughs> we think so. <laughs> no, Bella, I, Lauren, I don't know if you're on their their uh, distribution. I'm list. not. I need to be. You need, to go, you need to go on there because I will tell you this. Every time I get something from Gigi's Playhouse, the smiles on those kids, you would not believe how big those smiles That's are. Awesome. And they look like they are having the best time, like the time of their lives. That's out there. awesome. Yeah, it's really, really cool place. So what so what is what exactly is your involvement? So um I'm considered the founder of our location. Um and then from there yeah, that's all that's quite the accomplishment. <laughs> It is. It's yeah. Mostly because my mom wasn't so technically um, inclined to fill out all the paperwork, and uh, kind of got handed to me. And and you know how hard could it be to start a nonprofit? <laughs> Turns yeah, that's out a lost. very difficult thing to do. Yeah. Um, but I will also say, um, as you mentioned, my my parents and my dad, especially with his company, we were very fortunate to be able to financially also invest in the organization. And that was a big contribution of why our family felt like this was what God had called us to do. Um, You know, we're fortunate that we can provide some resources for our daughter, but there are a lot of families who can't and having a child with special needs can be really expensive. Um, And so one of the big things about GG's um, is that all of our programming is free. We we don't ask for insurance. We don't ask for a membership fee. Anything and everything you do at GG's is free. And for us, that was um, just a really big piece of why we wanted to bring it to our area because it's not cheap to have a child with special needs sometimes. Thing you feel that people might not know about GG's Playhouse? I think the biggest misconception again is that we only offer things, Playhouse kind of means that it's um, maybe yeah. for younger kids, um, but we are for all ages and that's, you know, zero through adulthood. So conception through adulthood. And when you get a diagnosis, you know, whether it be while you're pregnant or after a child, we're one of the first places people go. And we're one of the first places where people are told congratulations, um, which is oh, it's sort great. of sad, um, yeah. but that's what we are. We are open doors and we are a welcome and we're not just a welcome for that child. We are a welcome for the entire family. Um, so you can imagine some of our struggles are, are a little different than what normal families might be going through. So for me to have a group of moms that I can call on um, or for my son to have other siblings that he can be friends with to know that they're all going through the same thing is really powerful and I think people don't quite realize that, you know, parents and grandparents and siblings need just as much support as the individual who has Down syndrome. Yeah, you know, we've done several of these uh, charitable like podcasts. And it, it, what amazes me really, the common theme is the key, the communities of whatever, yes. you know, they come together and they, the support network there is so strong. And I think so that valuable. support is so valuable. It's yeah. so you know, helpful, because I'm sure that can be very isolating. It, it can be. And we um, really, so our mission is to change the way the world views individuals who have Down syndrome and to create a place of acceptance for all. And I think that the world is getting better in that area. Um, but one in 700 babies that's born has Down syndrome. I don't think people realize how common it is, but I think it's just because 
we don't have a long history of individuals being accepted. Um, I mean, I was in elementary school in the 80s and 90s, and kids who had special needs were not included in the classroom. And now my daughter, who's nine, is in an inclusive classroom. So she's right with her peers um, and able to interact with them a whole lot more. And these kids are far more accepting, you know, than adults that we meet because they just don't know any better. So educating the world and our community on it and seeing how inclusive they are is just an amazing thing to see. You know, not only is it like one of the most common, I guess it's called a chromosomal uh-huh. uh, condition uh, in the U.S., but it's also one of the least funded. Is that correct? It? Yeah. So they really need your help. Right. Yeah. So and when, and when people donate to Gigi's Playhouse, what is what are their donations going towards? Yeah. So um, as mentioned, everything we do is free for our participants and um, we're probably 90 percent run by volunteers. Um, we have a couple part time staff members um, and then we do have a um, licensed speech pathologist. Um, but all of our therapies and tutorings are all free. Um, and so everything that, you know, we fundraise for goes back to provide these, we call them purposeful programming. Um, but really anything that, like, for instance, if my daughter can't receive speech therapy at school, she can do speech therapy for free at GG's. Um, our adults go through what we call like a, a prep in a university course. So once they've graduated from high school, um, they can come to GG's and do a nine-week course where they learn life skills and social skills and how to um, be an active community member. Um, and so all the donations go to run our building. And as we all know, operating a building itself is expensive. And so keeping keeping the lights on is very important for yes. us to do. <laughs> so so the donations uh, go directly to your GG's Playhouse, is that correct? Correct. Yes, yeah. they do. And so so tell, tell our listeners, how do we donate to Gigi's Playhouse? So um, our website has all the information on that, um, ggsplayhouse.org slash Sugarland. Um, but we have events, but we also just have where you can contribute monthly. Um, Down syndrome, for people who don't know, is the third pairing of the 21st chromosome. So 3-21 is a big number for us. Um, so we are always looking for fun increments of either 321 or 21, um, but you can give a monthly donation. Um, you can support all of our events. We have um, a really fun event on April 29th. That's our fun run. And um, having sponsors for that is huge. The fun run is where our families come together and form teams and as teams just celebrate their family member. So our team is Sadie's Crusaders and we all wear superhero. It's a, you know, it's a chance for these families to have community members come out and say that your child is perfect the way they are and that they're rocking that extra chromosome. And um, that's a really fun time for the community to see just how amazing our kids and adults are. That's awesome. That is awesome. So is, is the run the next most recent like upcoming event? We do we have, have a fashion, we have a fashion show um, in March. I don't know the exact date though. I'll have to get that to y'all. It sells out within like an hour, which is oh, fantastic. Great. Last year, I think I got invited. I know I got an invite to the gala. Yeah, um, I did, I think I had uh, conflict. I mean, something going on. But it, when's when's the next gala? 
we just, we just had it. It was this past, oh, no. it was this past Saturday. It was a great success. So we'll, we'll try to get that information and make sure y'all are getting that information for next year, but it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Um, it was our biggest gala. We had 300 people. So um, great. I'm going to make Lauren do the run. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a walker. I'll do the well, I will tell walk. You, it is, it is a little bit more of a, a walk. Um, the families just do like a half mile loop at most. <laughs> because I'll, most I'll, I'll do the walk. I'll, that's more my speed. Or you can be in the kids dash. That is maybe 10 yards. <laughs> okay. That's, that's right up my alley. Great. So Gigi's Playhouse, all the information's here on the website and on this, uh, on this podcast that you'll, you'll be able to see. A- Amy, thank you so much for being on. And we really, really do love your cause. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Fantastic discussion, Amy. Thanks so much. And there is information on how to support Gigi's Playhouse in our show notes. Remember, this is part of a series of interviews by Jeff and Lauren to highlight organizations doing good work. If you are inspired by these stories, please use the links in the show notes to support them. Also, please share this podcast with friends and family so we can spread the word. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and a registered principal for RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 1400 Post Oak Boulevard, Suite 150, Houston, Texas, 77056, and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.